Hello and welcome to the Tech Lunch Podcast, where we encourage our listeners to learn something new about tech every week. This can range from learning about new and exciting applications to the advancements in coding and technology. If you are always learning, you will always be a step above the rest. Take the time during lunch or during a break to listen and learn, kind of like a lunch and learn, but for the years. This podcast will open the listeners' ears to new and exciting technologies they may have not been purviewed to in the past. These topics will range from manufacturing technologies to data collection technologies and everything in between. Hello, I'm Nick. Hello, I'm Ed. And this week we're going to kind of touch on a, on a, on a little different topic, but one of the same that, we're ta- that we've been talking about lately is automated ground vehicles or AGVs. You know, when you think, think about AGVs, you're talking about a little piece of equipment that's moving logistical material from point A to point B and back again, or that follows a predetermined route around the, you know, around a certain point. But when you think about AGVs, you got to also think back to the previous episodes we did. We talked about MQTT because they're all they all talk the same language. So you know, when we're talking about AGVs, you know, and what kind of comes to mind when we were thinking about AGVs? So when I think of AGVs, the first thing that comes to mind is material handling and machine tending. Now, leverage those technologies with MQTT and IIoT and digitalization across the automation stack. Now you can take advantage of increased accuracy, efficiencies, and productivity. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, when you're thinking about it, you take all those things, the stuff that we've already talked about once before in the earlier episodes, but all of those, you know, different topics are controlled by essential, you know, communication software set. So as AJV moves down the down the path, it sends signals back to the software stack that tells it, hey, guess what? I'm charging, or I'm parked, I'm loaded, or I'm moving. And most times that visualization topic that we've talked about in the past is where you would track that AGV and how it's moving across the shop floor, inside of a, you know, a, a warehouse environment, or even as a forklift, pulling material in and out of trailers. So typically in a loading application, the operator takes raw materials, then load those parts into a machine to produce finished goods. But human error can play a big role that could produce scrap or even worse, line stoppage. However, with AGVs and MQTT and IOT and digitalization deployed across the OT environment, uh, it has been shown in some cases that picking accuracies can be up to 99%. Average units picked per hour can be up to 85%. And onboarding hours can be reduced from 72 hours to 6 hours. Yeah, if you think about it, with an AGV, well, one, you don't have to have, you know, it doesn't have to have lunch. It doesn't have to do anything like that. It just has to charge, you know. But now if you're talking about a material retrieving AGV or robot or however you want to look at it, most of the time AGV, you know, it's a a vehicle that goes to a rack and picks a pallet or a palletized piece of equipment off that rack and brings it back to the point of consumption. However, if you're talking about, you know, small material handling robots, flat-based robots, or AGVs, you have to have a racking system on top of it where the employee will actively pick the um, uh, the material and load it onto the AGV to be sent to the line side or to the packing location or or whatnot. 
And that kind of goes back to the human-machine interface, the human-machine interaction, where that machine is sitting there waiting for you to do something to it and you trigger it to leave. So, you know, when we're talking about, you know, HMIs, which HMIs, if you're thinking about it from an automation control standpoint, you're talking about a screen where you could hit a bunch of buttons. However, from an AGV standpoint, we're talking about how the human and the machine kind of work together. And then uh, another thing to consider is path planning. We can use path planning with uh, the AGV and um, MQTT and IoT and visualization and use the different functionalities of these uh, protocols across the automation stack and calculate milk runs for raw materials to be delivered to the shop floor just in time. Uh, also, if uh, we need to make adjustments on the fly, all these things can be done real time via um, um, subscribing and publishing uh, across these protocols to, t to let the system know what's going on. Um, we don't have to worry about mistakes because these things can now be calculated sent to the cloud and we can even leverage AI across these platforms to even make the systems more intelligent. Yeah, it's funny you kind of talk about the equipment on board. You know, we're talking about the equipment on board. You're talking about, you know, in some applications, you talk about a Raspberry Pi that's still used attached to a drive motor. That drive motor moves the AGV forward, backwards, 360. Or you're talking about a complicated circuit where you have a programmable logic controller, a backplane, and a couple other things attached to high horsepower drive motors inside of a, you know, inside of a, a, a transfer case. That moves back, forth, and around in circles, or all the way up to the fact of you have like the AGVs that kind of look like the packing robot, the the um, uh, package carts that they use at the airport. And if you uh, have a system where it's a lot of vari variations across the uh, um, product, where there could be a lot of customizations put in place, this is a perfect system to have an AGV in place and use the. Uh, the digitalization or the uh, Industry 4.0 uh, protocols and technology to use the SCADA to send it to the MES system, to the ERP, and then back to the cloud and make intelligent decisions on the fly. Uh, not make decisions based on um, a, a, a list that may be incorrect. You're getting real-time data, data that can be uh, accurately uh, in uh, deciphered and accurately deployed onto the shop floor. Yeah, it's also easier to take those and you know set them up for maintenance. You know, so we know how many runs that those AGVs have on them before the the battery has to be replaced, or before the motor has to be serviced, or even the control unit needs to be take, taken a look at. You know, it's a centralized control system that can control thousands of AGVs. You know, at any point in time that we'll talk back to the main hub. You know, but that also, like what you said, it goes back to the industry 4.0 mentality of where we're making smarter environments. And, you know, that goes back to, a, you know, another, you know, little sidestep is the environment. You know, the environment that these things can run in, AGVs can run in, in more austere environments than, you know, humans can. You know, they can do um, events that, you know, humans just can't do because of the fact that they can do repetitive tasks without, without injury. You know, moving a pallet back and forth, back and forth until, you know, the end of the shift, you know, saves the human from having to walk that that, that, that pace and wearing the human out. You know, it, it's, it's one of those things of where, you know, the use of technology to benefit the human. 
So the human and the, the, the um, AGV are kind of working hand in hand, side by side in the same type of environment. And uh, the thing, the thing I, I would like to uh, piggyback on what Nick said, it was, it's when we start talking about um, preventive maintenance and proactive maintenance and predictive, all these things can be leveraged across uh, a client and broker where we publish and subscribe. And we can even publish and subscribe across those same nodes. So I can have set points that have thresholds that can be um, sent to a subscriber that publish back to a publisher to say, hey, your set point is now this. So you get a lot of dynamic um, interaction between these systems. You get um, dashboards that can be looked at in real time and decisions can be made by uh, upper management um, when we have to be flexible. When we have uh, not ideal conditions for production, when we have downtime that affects our production cycle, all these things can be uh, incorporated into these uh, platforms like MQTT, um, through SCADA and MES and ERP and through the cloud and a little bit of AI on top of that. And then you, you have a histogram to go by. Yeah, that's when you kind of look at the stack you know, where the AGV stack, you know, you have the AGV at the lowest level, you know, then you have the highest level or the medium range level where it's communication, you know, node that Raspberry Pi or the PLC or however you want to look at it talks via MQTT to a server. That server sends it via Kafka interface, you know, and then they send that Kafka interface back to um, uh, its web interface and to its database and actively pinpoints that vehicle on the map. You know, is it moving or where is it going? How's it following the path? After you preset your, you know, your um, uh, locations on the map where that AGV is supposed to go. Um, now, when you talk about the publish and the subscribe method, you know, you can have a button on the shop floor that when you hit it, it sends a message to the AGV that's at that location and says, hey, guess what? Go to this location. Move there. So you don't have to always program the routes um, uh, statically. You know, you can have the, the, the routes programmed kind of on the fly. You know, you can say, take this route and go that way, do this route and go that way. And, and, we'll, and what we mean by predictive, we, we mean we have data points that are uh, being analyzed. When it reaches a certain threshold, we say to an AGV that's close to time to be maintenance or uh, needs some uh, service, we can take this AGV and send it to a uh, docking station and take the, the uh, unit that was previously in the docking station that was getting service and send it back out. So what you do is you reduce the amount of hours that you use the equipment by using uh, predictive methods. And uh, then you can be proactive. You have to be predictive first, then proactive, and then you can be preventive. So everything is, is based on data points. So if you can get these data points and analyze what's going on with these data points and be predictive in nature, so you can be proactive when you have the anomalies so that you can be preventive when it comes to downtime. So you're talking about like a hot swappable AGV system. You know, you bring one in, send one out, and all you do is send it back on a certain route that you want it to go on. That's pretty much what, you know, what we're getting at here. You know, and the thing is, AGVs, <clears throat> they're, they're a very simple, you know, application, very simple piece of equipment, you know, unless you start getting to the bigger tuggers and, you know, the, the big boys, 
you know, when you're talking about like the forklifts, the pallet jacks and all the other, you know, fun stuff that, you know, some of these companies are coming out with, you know, you start looking at companies like SafeLog or AGVE or, you know, any of those other main companies out there, you know, that are building these AGVs for, you know, use inside plants. Most of them these days are coming standard with MQTT, so there's no reason why not to leverage it. If you don't leverage the material and the equipment on board, you're already, you know, one step behind your, your, your nearest competitor, you know, and that goes for anybody. If you think about it, you know, if there's a way to use it in like a Walmart, you know, for example, you're moving, you know, goods around in the back is out of a Walmart. Why have a human on a forklift? Have the AGV do it if it's going to be the same process over and over and over again. Or, you know, you do this to the uh, subscribe and uh, publish method where it's, hey, go get this from this rack. It goes out there, picks it up, brings it back to the point of origin. You know, if you think about it, you, we've all seen the, 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 the videos of what Amazon does in their warehouses. 95% of those things are AGVs. Just following the paths. That's all they're doing. And then there's a, another benefit, or I would say a very, very uh, good advantage, is safety. There, uh, most of these, uh, the new AGV technology is in, inherently safe. It's built in with uh, different detection devices, it's built in with sonar technology. It's built in with laser detection. Mm -hmm. It's built in with avoidance. So this is another thing. And also, uh, uh, we don't have to worry about fatigue or we don't have to worry about uh, uh, not concentrating or being distracted because an AGV is going to do uh, what it's told to do, whether it's a magnetic strip, whether it's wireless, uh, in an inside GPS type system, whether it's a... Uh, laser, whether it's uh, ultrasonic sound, uh, whether it's uh, um, confined to um, some type of detection system where we use um, some type of laser scanner. So these things are built into the system. Also, we can also monitor those things and see where we had near misses and adjust our fields or adjust our protocols we had in place just in case there's a situation where a human uh, found a, a loop or a, uh, a hole in our uh, system. So this is another good thing. And, and the, the other benefit of this is not only can you do the safety things, I can also look at the efficiency of um, the paths. You know, maybe it's better to go uh, this route as opposed to that route. So these are things that you can track through the uh, MQT, IoT, uh, digitalization, across the automation stack, and uh, leverage those things to make the company more productive. Yeah. Now, when you talk about safety stuff, you know, also, you know, when you talk about the, you know, the, the field scanners that are on these AGVs, some of them use, if they're like in a stack environment, they're kind of using, they use themselves for crash avoidance. Um, however, inside those fields, if you step inside that field, it's kind of like a light curtain. You step inside that field, that AGV is going to come to an immediate stop. It's, you know, it's going to set it, it's going to stop and it's going to sound an alarm. that's going to drive you bat, you know, pretty much batty, you know, until you reach over, you hit the e-stop and you send it on its way, which that leads me to another step inside the safety curtain that you have. You have e-stops. If that AGV starts getting erratic or starts doing something that the operator just does not like. That operator can reach down and hit the e-stop and that vehicle comes to a complete nutter stop and will not move until the e-stop is released. Every time that is sent, it sends a MQTT message 
saying that the e-stop is hit, there's something inside its field of view, or, you know, there's something that's blocking it from its movements. And that automatically triggers maintenance to say, hey, guess what, let's go take a look at this. You know, it also triggers your logistics department to look at it and say, okay, cool. Do we need to adjust our travel lanes to be AGV only and not have humans involved? Where it's just a pull up, drop off and leave and humans don't walk inside that, you know, that particular area in an effort to avoid setting off the, um, uh, the scanners on the AGVs causing a material handling downtime. And then the other thing is redundancy. Uh, you can always use redundancy. We can also use uh, partners uh, schemes where uh, we uh, uh, focus the work over multiple uh, AGVs. Um, we can also uh, set up our own alarm philosophies where we can verify that this alarm is a legitimate alarm and this one is not. Um, you want to continuously monitor uh, that's the great thing about <laughs> Industry 4.0. Industry 4.0 is not, not going to transform your plan into some cyborg. What Industry 4.0 is going to do is allow you to digitalize your plan, allow you to go paperless, allow you to be more efficient, allow you to take inefficient processes and turn them into efficient processes, allow you to take data in real-time situations and make real-time decisions that affect the company. Or can make the company profitable. Yeah. You know, and AGVs is the great way to do that. You know, because you're not, you're now not having to worry about, you know, waste of motion. Um, and that's kind of a big topic. You know, it's, it's money is time, time is money. Um, it's, I know that's a, an industry standard conversation, but, you know, waste of motion is just waste in, in, in the in the process. You know, it's a Lean Six Sigma methodology. However, you know, with AGVs, you're no, there's no waste in motion. You load the you load the machine. You send the machine down the way, and it does a job for you. So that leaves the operator the ability to start picking the next order to put the next order on the next AGV that shows up, keeping that fluidity of motion. You know, and that's kind of how it goes. You know, it's like if you think about it in you know different sports, more fluid you are, the better off you are, and the less effort it takes to get to point B. Um, so you know, if you're having if you're spending less money on fluidity of motion and you're getting more jobs per hour out of somebody or out of a process and those AGVs are taking up the majority of the walking time that you would use, then you've now efficiently did more jobs per hour if you would have based on the time that you would have saved. And then the, I, I would say another point to make is uh, you can use cameras also and we can build in quality by using the cameras. So we teach the AGV with AI and the AI said hey this image doesn't match what I supposed to have so the AGV stops the process and say hey there's something wrong so the AGV allows no bad part to be produced it does not send a bad part to the next process and if one gets through only one gets through this is something that uh, most companies fight with um, a human error occurs and it takes 20 um, errors or 20 mistakes before we uh, catch the, uh, the failure or the defect. You can build all this into the uh, AGVs with uh, a vision system um, and uh, based on recognition of what's good and what's bad, 
what's intolerance, what's out of tolerance, and the AGV itself can signal to the uh, MQT, IoT, digitalization, automation stack, uh, through SCADA, MES, ERP, and all these things can uh, be leveraged through dashboards, through management, or through the uh, appropriate personnel that need to make the decision or need to correct something that's wrong. Yeah, and if you think about it, you know, AGVs can be used for tool return. You know, if you if you have one piece of process where the tool has to travel with something and come back, you know, your AGVs are bringing are, are doing that for you. You're not having to do it yourself. You know, so your tool returns there. Um, you know, your movements are all there for you. You know, it's it's something that you don't have to worry about. You know, there's small pieces of gear that save so much time and energy. But you know, from the IT side, they're really not that bad. You know, you're really only setting up a server that can talk MQTT. You know, probably Kafka if you need it. Um, which is Apache, um, and also, um, you know, like a MySQL database or something like that on top of the front end, you know, that's your, that, that, you know, you program in-house. So, you know, getting to that point of where you have complete visualization using a, a MQTT stack is, is there and it's, it's ripe for the picking, um, because everything is there, but that also goes back to logging. Because now I can take my MQTT interface and go to a Kibana interface, and then I could take that and start graphing that out for my visualizations and utilize the logging standpoint that we talked about once before. So, you know, pretty much with, with AGVs, you're using MQTT, IoT, IIoT, and also a little bit of logging and some visualization stuff that you got going on, depending on how you want to do it. Everything is up to the user standpoint. You know, nothing's always set in stone. Everything is to be, everything can be changed. And uh, <clears throat> another thing that to think about is it's not just in industrial environments you can use AGV. Uh, the same concept can be used with uh, automobiles that can uh, drive themselves. The same concept can be used with community um, or carpools and so forth. The same concept can be used with. Uh, um, delivery of uh, goods from a, um, a grocery store or a hardware store out to a person's car and it puts it in in the back of the trunk because we need to have uh, um, non-contact delivery mm-hmm. in, in case we're in a pandemic or epidemic and so forth. So these are also possibilities uh, that you can use and also be used with the rumba. Yeah. That you're using at your house. I was getting ready to say that, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's an endless amount of possibilities with AGVs. It's not just in an industrial environment. It's in commercial and it's in residential. Yeah. Think about now. You got, uh, now you got the, you know, the Roomba, the mop, the, the vacuum cleaner. You know, just think it's, you know, it's your kids and just, you know, just, you know tools. You know, so, you know, the only problem is you still have to pay the kids because they're the ones who have to dump the stuff that the Roomba brings back. So, you know, I hate to say it, you can't get free labor out of a Roomba. Um, but, you know, it's there. But that is what is considered a, an AGV in a internal network system inside your house. So it goes off the of waypoints that you program the darn thing. But, you know, I'll tell you one thing. That if that's your first interaction with AGVs, then do it. And now, um, I don't know if you've seen it, Ed, but Roomba, I think it's Roomba, is now selling the programmable versions. That somebody can buy and actually program their own AGV. It's kind of like the um, uh, the robots that you can do in Lego, the Lego robots. Mm-hmm. So you know, 
And that's kind of what, you know, what brings us to the point for, uh, you know, kind of what, what brings us towards the end of the uh, end of today's conversation is, you know, look out and kind of see what you can do with like the AGV technology, what you can play with. You know, it made that the, um, uh, the robots that you can build with Lego and stuff like that, the connects, I think it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, now they have the connect things in schools, you know, but you know, for that, you know, go out there and take a look and see what you can find. So, but you know, with that, I'm going to let Ed kind of, you know, end us on this today, but you know, keep learning and, you know, keep having fun. So, uh, I'll just piggyback off what Nick said. Uh, every day is a day to learn, learn something every day. All right. Y'all have a good one and, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Tech at Lunch podcast, where we hope you learned something about tech during your break or during your lunchtime. If you did, please give us a follow to prevent missing future episodes. If you have any ideas or something you want to hear or learn about, please send us a show idea to podcast at vulcanora.com. Hope you have a good rest of the day and continue learning.